Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our Double or Nothing review. I'm joined by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am extremely full and tired, but I am excellent. How are you, Mike? I am good. I am uh, not as tired as I was last night when we were watching this. <laughs> um, absolute marathon of wrestling. Yes, yes. We talked before we started recording it. Even though uh, we both thought the show was good, five hours of wrestling is still a lot of wrestling to watch. (laughs) Five hours of anything Mm -hmm. is a lot of anything to watch. Yeah. There's not a single movie that's five hours long. There's not a single sport that's five hours long. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that's five hours long. I will not sit there and watch something for five hours long. Mm -hmm. If I could have stopped it and just resumed live play... At an, at a later date, I would have done that. <laughs> like yeah. you can't just leave. So they kind of have you. They have the captive audience there. Yeah, I don't know how it is for you guys up there in, in Canada, but here in the states with Bleacher Report, like, like if I were like say it's a holiday weekend here, and if I was doing something and I came in late, like I'd have to start from where it was there, wait till it's finished, and then go back and watch the other stuff. I don't know if it's like yeah, that. it's I'm on fight in Canada so it's a lot better you can just pause it whenever yeah. so I could pause it whenever but it's live it's, mm-hmm. you don't really want to and do then you'll that get spoiled or something and then, yeah. exactly I can't watch live stuff after the fact it's just not it's, good. it's very hard I, I, I'm the same way I feel like I'm not going to pay attention to it and stuff because a lot of times I'll have it spoiled for me so then I'm just watching it at that point just to watch it and it's like well I already know what's happening so I'm just going to play on my phone or talk to my kid or something mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, so I guess we should talk about the news heading into this. Yeah, this... and that was the MJF craziness. Yeah, this this had to suck for everyone in AEW because that's all anyone thought about once it broke. Yeah, so uh, kudos to the show pulling it together mm-hmm. because I kind of forgot after yeah. his segment, mm-hmm. and then I really enjoyed the show. But I imagine a bunch of people. Maybe that wasn't the case. Um, yeah, I know the like, media scrum after it, he wasn't taking any questions about it. I think until the very end, I think he mentioned Tony Khan mentioned something mm-hmm. about it. But I think their status on it right now is just don't ask, don't tell type deal. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, unfortunately, um, MJF is not happy mm-hmm. and apparently has not been happy since uh, Tony Khan rightly, in my opinion, said, Hey, maybe you should have ch- should have run run uh, your Ariel Hawani interview um, past us before you went ahead and booked it. That's our policy. Mm-hmm. Please don't do that again. And I guess he got pissed off mm-hmm. and has been pissed off since. Um, has said that he wanted more money. Apparently, according to Sean Rassap. And Sean Rassap clarifying this with other some other people within the organization. Um, Tony Khan has said, "He, I'm happy to give him more money. He's given him contract offers, contract extensions, with the money attached, and he has um, rebuked those offers." Mm-hmm. And yeah, it seems like he wants more money, but the same amount of time left on his contract like he well, doesn't Sean Ross was actually saying that's not actually the case. Oh, okay. That's something that people are running with. Mm-hmm. 
that that has now just sort of become fact because everyone says it, including myself. I said <laughs> it for a while because literally everyone was saying it. Yeah. And Sean Rassaf is saying, no, he that's not actually been the case. MJF has just been unreceptive. Mm-hmm. So it's like weird. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said that he thinks it started as a money issue and now he's just unhappy. Yeah. Which and he and, says, sometimes people just get unhappy. Yeah. I was going to say, which if he's unhappy, then there's no point in him sticking around because that's not going to get better unless, I mean, it can get better, but it's usually not going to. Yeah. So supposedly after the show or today, um, there was supposed to be a meeting. Sean Rassap could have posted something about it since then. Mm-hmm. There was supposed to be a sit-down meeting between MJF and Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. And I, heard, I heard he left the show like right after his match. Yeah, he showed up just before his match, left the show right after, but did not go home. Mm-hmm. Stayed in Las Vegas, and then today was supposed to have a meeting with Tony oh, okay. Khan. Because in the Facebook group where I made a joke, the show so long, MJF's probably back in Long Island by now. But <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's it weird. is weird, and I, I heard people comparing it to the Sasha Banks thing, and to me it's totally different. It's, yeah, it's and very they, different. They weren't getting what they wanted, so they walked out. MJF seems like he's offered him what he wants but literally getting everything he wanted mm. i think he was just insulted yeah but i mean like realistically mjf's such a top talent the only other place he can go to wwe is and they're not going to let him just do interviews without clearing it first exactly it's, uh, <laughs> tony khan can really give him a sales pitch and try and mend this mm-hmm. by saying we can give you what you can't get there Mm-hmm. They can't give you what we can give you, and that yeah. is the freedom to be you. Mm-hmm. Like, would he be interested in WWE? Yes, he's a fan. Mm-hmm. Has been his whole life, but he's not going to be able to do what he does. He won't be 100% MJF there. He'll be yeah, 45% MJF. He'll be a diluted version. Um, It'll be like what that promo him and CM Punk had, where he called him a watered-down Miz. That's what he'd be. Yeah, so... Tony Khan's got to do his ultimate sales pitch yes. with him. Yeah. And he also has to pay him as much as anybody else. And I think one, one of the issues with MJF, and I don't know if this is the case, but this is just sort of reading between the lines based off of what people are saying, is that if he were to sign an extension now to, let's say, what Danielson is making, or what CM Punk is making. Maybe not quite CM Punk, but like mm-hmm. Adam Cole, like that range. Moxley level. Mo- yeah, whatever Moxley just signed. Because um, supposedly he just signed. Or Kenny just re-signed, or the Bucks, or what mm-hmm. have you. Um, I guess MJF's thinking might be that in tw- by 2024, that actually might be higher. Mm-hmm. And that at that time, he can have a bidding war. I'm so pretty sure that's like, what he's hoping for. Is that... So it's if he if he's signed now, he doesn't get that opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. However, at the at this point, you can't re- you can't really walk away from a meet and greet, walk out on shows afterwards, not like 
essentially separating yourself from the locker room. Mm-hmm. Like you can't now wait two years. Yeah. And yeah, just if, wrestle if, with. If you come back now, it's it's going to be really awkward. <laughs> I mean, like if he comes back and things are fine, that's great. But uh-huh. if, but I mean, like if he's unhappy for that period of time, you can't just be unhappy for two years. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. That's yeah. not a good relationship. That's not a good situation for anybody. Even though he is a professional and he went out there last night and he did the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing by doing this, like say they don't work it out and Tony Khan's like, okay, I'll, I'll let you go from your contract. He kind of loses his bargaining power with WWE. Because yes. it's like, well, it's like they, they're not on the table anymore. So we're just going to offer you this much now. Yeah, no, it does hurt him. But I do think WWE would be fine throwing uh, whatever money they want at him. Oh, they would just to have him there. And yeah, just have to him. have him there. It would be a big blow. Because mm-hmm. even like with uh, with Cody, Cody was leaving mm-hmm. uh, AEW and they still gave him a boatload of money mm-hmm. to come over and they still have made him essentially their number one guy. Yeah, they, they do like a freaking countdown <laughs> for when he's going to be on the show, which... Is I'm happy for Cody that he's getting that treatment, but that's just hilarious to me. He's like, like Cody suits WWE. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. MJF sort of does. MJF in the Attitude Era would have been perfect. Yeah, he would have fit in the Attitude Era. I don't think he fits now. Mm-hmm. Like a wrestling wise, attitude wise, great, 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 great. But he can't do his promos. Yeah, and he's even said that. He said as much. Mm-hmm. Um, before all this stuff happened, was that he wanted to stay in AEW forever because they allow him to be himself, and he can't. He would be able to do that there, and that is true, and he knows that mm-hmm. for sure. So, Tony Khan, uh, work your magic. Don't just yell at him like this. He did that again last night. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah, I saw that on the media scrum. He was going crazy. He 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 did his lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch the whole media scrum, but I just saw that clip. It was pretty funny. <laughs> um, I said, uh, what was it? Um, I saw a joke. It was like it said, uh, Hangman and Tony Khan both doing bumps after twelve o'clock. No. <laughs> 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 That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about the first match, which was in the pre-show, which is not on this graphic, but that was Hookhausen versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. Smart Mark Sterling. Smart Mark's fun. Yeah, it was really fun. And Smart Mark's ring attire (laughs) was hilarious. It was like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a sweatsuit. Kind of like something like Andy Kaufman would have worn or something. Yeah, it's not too dissimilar to what he wore the first time. Yeah, yeah. When he wrestled Moxley, but different colors. Yeah, yeah. Because him and Tony Nese were matching, which was which was great. And, um, yeah, I remember people were upset about Danhausen losing his opening match, and they were worried, but it did not affect him at all because the crowd went nuts when he came out. The crowd went nuts for the whole match for him. Like wrestling fans have no patience, mm-hmm. no patience whatsoever. They can't see the forest through the fucking trees. Yeah. Like it was written right there in front of you. They go out there. Hook is just laying it in. 
Dan Housen goes in there and Taz says, uh, Dan Housen's actually been working with Hook. And he does like an over the head belly to belly suplex. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's that Taz. That's that Hook training. That's yeah. that Taz training. Dan Housen did a top rope uh, head scissors too, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he can go. but And it's good because he looks surprised whenever he does the things. <laughs> yeah. And it's fun. It's really good. Um, fun match. I can't wait to see what they do going forward. It's a really odd couple. Yeah, it's the the oddest of odd couples, but it's mm-hmm. it was really good. This is really fun. Perfect uh buy-in type match to get everyone hyped up, get the crowd excited. It was a good time. And then cuz I watch I watched the whole buy-in. This is the first time I ever watched the whole buy-in. I didn't realize mm-hmm. they went through every like a promo package for every match on mm-hmm. the card for like the first 30 minutes. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, they uh they just essentially play the countdown, mm-hmm. and then one or two matches. Sometimes yeah. it's more than one. Sometimes it's two. Yeah. Oh, one thing that Tony Khan said for this show, this is in the media scrum. I didn't watch it, but I heard about it today when I was reading Twitter. He said that the um, the Martha Hart segment, he wanted to give her as much time as she wanted. Mm-hmm. So that's why he booked an extra hour for the show mm. and then added two more matches I gotcha. to fill out that hour that just, sense. just to give, let her, let her get her shit in. Mm-hmm. And I know he was trying to book around game seven of the basketball game that was on too. So yes. cause he didn't, he didn't want the main event to go against that. Nor, nor should you. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is why you should probably go back to Saturdays, but <laughs> yes, agreed. <laughs> Insane insanity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely insanity. Like I get it for this weekend because it's it's a three day weekend here in the states, but it's not a three day weekend everywhere. And you try to be a global brand. So no, I had to work today. Yeah. <laughs> I, if you wanted to do this last week, it would have been different. Mm-hmm. You guys were off. <laughs> yeah, I had Monday off this past week. Okay, so yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And then we go into the MJF versus Wardlow match. They bring Wardlow out from the. From the holding cell, yeah, he was just like a cell. The the thing I liked about the entrances was uh, how they did MJFs because they played his music and then he he took a little extra time to come out because like they're cutting the people in the crowd like is he here and then like crowd started chanting you showed up which was funny. Yep, <laughs> he comes out. His robe was amazing. Mm-hmm. Sandra did a fantastic job on that. Yeah. Um. Then we have Wardlow coming out with the. With the two um, the two handcuffs, because he broke the handcuffs mm-hmm. last week. Um, MJF did the airplane yeah, I saw that. That was thing funny. in the ring, which again, is just like, I appreciate that he's a professional and he just goes out there and he does the work. Mm-hmm. When he like, does stuff like that, though, I'm like, man, is he working us? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I look at it like when... Um, when Vince used to use like the pipe bomb mm-hmm. or when Vince did the Joey style stuff or mm-hmm. when like that stuff was all based on reality. That was yeah, real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was real stuff. And even, and I didn't like when he did this, but the Matt Hardy and Lita, Lita and edge. edge stuff. Yeah. Like he took the real life things and was like, okay, well sure. This is our reality, but use it. Yeah. That's and, true. And sometimes like real life stuff gets too big that you, you can't just ignore it on your show. 
Yeah, and and that stuff all hit. Mm-hmm. It was all really good. Um, maybe turn down your mic a little bit. I can hear myself a little bit in the background. I don't know if that's actually from your mic picking it up or if it's just the website. Is that better? But, yeah, it's just every once in a while I hear it. Um, yeah, so it was. Uh, yeah, it was really good stuff. The match mm-hmm. was very quick. It was a squash. Yeah, and I'm curious if the match would have actually been a squash if the stuff with MJF hadn't happened. Uh, I think MJF may have gotten a... Oh, I think there still would have been the 10 power bombs that Wardlow did. Yes. But I th- think it would have been drawn out a little bit more. Yeah, because it was like MJF got the geek treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he tried to do his ring thing and the ref caught him. And then it was just all over. Like, that's yeah, the only just, thing he did the whole match. <laughs> it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wardlow just basically stalked him around the ring until he eventually caught him. And then he powerbombed him ten times. Um, soaked it all in. Um, the crowd was eating it up. They mm-hmm. were chanting his name. Afterwards, they announced that he is no longer employed by MJF. And that Tony Khan has offered him a contract. He's all elite, which he mm-hmm. always was, but yeah. within kayfabe. <laughs> MJF got stretchered out. And yes. Which, <laughs> this is this is really smart. MJF got stretchered out with the oxygen. And this is good because no matter what, um, if they have to write MJF off, they can. Mm-hmm. It just gives them flexibility. Yeah. Or if he patches it up with uh, Tony Khan, which I think there's still a good chance of that happening. Mm-hmm. Then he can just show up in yeah. two weeks. Like he can sell the injury yep. and just show back up. Just show up. And I think if he does show back up, they, they turn this whole thing into an angle and just have him talk shit to Tony Khan every week. That's what I would do. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, yeah. Wardlow is now an absolute made man. Mm-hmm. He's a, That's... he's a star now. Before MJF came back. Or before the match happened, that's the only thing I was sad about. I was like, yeah. man, this was supposed to be Wardlow's night. And that's where MJF showing up for the match doesn't necessarily mean anything. Mm-hmm. Because he is friends with Wardlow. He would have, mm-hmm. like, uh, they could have been like, all right, you can't screw Wardlow like this. And he might have been like, okay, I'll go in, I'll do the match, and then I'm out. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to screw over Wardlow, because obviously that's shitty. Yeah. And uh, he respects he respects all the people he works with. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone has said as much that he's the most he's arguably the most um, professional person in that locker room. Like he loves the business, mm-hmm. so he wouldn't try and screw them over. I just think he's. I don't necessarily like how he's gone about this. Mm-hmm. Like I think that he could like if if you want to go, just request your release. Yeah. As opposed to kind of holding the stuff hostage. Because mm-hmm. he kind of has a little bit. Like, he put the pay-per-view in doubt. He walked out on the fans for the fan fest. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't tell them. He just didn't. He just no-showed. He could have just canceled. Yeah. So all those people were waiting for him. And then, and no one can get in contact with him. So they, it wasn't like, oh, he's not going to be here. So don't wait hours in line mm-hmm. that wasn't the case they all waited for him and then were told to leave yeah i think they had to refund everyone too they did like that's that's shitty mm-hmm. 
that's not a that's not a good that's like that's not what Sasha did. Mm-hmm. And I still don't think what Sasha did was great in terms of like screwing over the people you work with. That sucks. But it's the unknown. Like, is he going to show up? Is he not? Nobody mm-hmm. knows. Blah, blah, blah. And the whole flight, like plane ticket thing where somebody bought him a plane ticket yeah. um, that he then didn't get on mm-hmm. that flight. You know, show the and flight. I was, <laughs> I was, I was watching Sean Ross Sapp's uh, live YouTube thing mm-hmm. where he was talking about it. And then, at like two in the morning, he's like, MJF did not get on the flight. And I was like, good, because I'm passed out on the couch right now, just like <laughs> listening to it with like one ear open. My eyes mm-hmm. were shut. My head was leaning on the armrest like it was a pillow. Um, yeah, I, I was just about to go to bed. And then Sean Rassap was like, I'm going to go live with this. So I was like, oh, man, I guess I'm <laughs> staying right up for a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't have anything to do tomorrow. Well, I did. I had to go to a wedding. But, oh, wait, no, that was, no, this was Saturday. So, no, the the wedding was on, the wedding, yeah, the wedding was on Saturday. So, mm-hmm. I stayed up watching that Sean Rossap thing mm-hmm. after the wedding, <laughs> which is kind of funny, because that's normally not how weddings go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. All crazy stuff. Wardlow's huge. He's on his way to the title, I think. Not not to win the title necessarily, but to challenge for it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Big things ahead for him. That's exciting. Yeah. I feel like we might have seen this MJF-Wardlow feud extend a little longer. Uh, Maybe, or I don't think he would have opened the show. Had none no. of the stuff went down. <laughs> no, they had to get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. They had to get that out of the way. That was very smart, actually. I quite like that they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, the next match. What was the next? Oh, the next match was Hardy through the books. Yeah, this was not great. Uh, uh, yeah, I think Matt or Jeff's boot like broke or something. I kept his, like his boot broke. He looked gassed. Yeah, some people. Th- I don't want to speculate on his demons, but um, I think this is what I always think. I think he's a hundred percent clean now and he doesn't have that pain blocker anymore. And he's feeling everything that he's done for the past 30 years. Like fucking 45 <laughs> years old. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel, I feel my farts mm-hmm. and I'm 37. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. my farts. Yeah. That's I that's, fart. And I'm like, Oh, my ribs. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think is happening is, is, because, you know, he took that drug test and stuff to prove that he was clean. And yeah, yeah. I think he's just feeling he's like 100% clean for the first time in a long time or maybe ever. And I think he's just feeling everything that he's oh, he, he's take He's taking bumps. Because, mm-hmm. like, when he was lying in the corner, I was like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he didn't move. And mm-hmm. the and the the announcers were like, uh, is Jeff Hardy okay? <laughs> Like he hasn't moved. Mm-hmm. He's st- he's sitting there and he's looking at everything. Mm-hmm. He's not moving. He's just got one hand on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um taking it all in, taking a breather. Uh yeah, it was it was an interesting match. Like it was fine. It was I would have I don't necessarily love where it's going because the Hardys won and 
I don't. It's nice to think the Hardys have another run in them where they get the title. Mm-hmm. But do you really want to put the title on these guys right now? Because they can't go, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can have someone carry them through a match. Or they can have a good match every once in a while, but not enough where they can be the champions and be consistently having these matches. Mm-hmm. Like, their bodies just can't keep it up. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a little worried because mm-hmm. they beat they beat the Bucks, so they're going for that championship, and it's like, ah, I get it, but I don't know if yeah. it's going to be any good. Yeah, they can just have them <laughs> wrestle for them. They don't have to win the titles, though. No, I would like to have them lose, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows what's going on in the in the tag title picture because. It didn't work out the way I thought it would. Me either. But that it match was good. Fantastic. Yeah, that it match was good. Good. <laughs> good and great is an understatement. Mm-hmm. Um, the tag matches, all the multi-man matches in this, well, with the exception of one, yeah. were incredible on this show. Like, oh, yeah. incredible. I mean, yeah, this match was, it was okay. And for a Bucks match, that's like, oh. Yeah, if you right. really want to see a good Hardys versus... Young Buck matched their ladder match they had in Ring of Honor in 2017, right before the Hart went back to WWE. Yeah, Yeah, that match is amazing. But they could move around a lot better back then too. So, and that's only that's only been what? Yeah, four year, five years. (laughs) But like four or five years when you're in your 40s is a Mm -hmm. big deal. Yep, true. Okay, so next we have Jade versus Anna J. Jade versus Anna Jay. Again, this match disappointed for me a little bit. And when I say that because they've had a previous match and I thought their previous match was better mm-hmm. than this one. I thought this was the lesser of the two. This one so was that... just like super overbooked. And I, I don't know if they did that because we've already seen him wrestle a really good match. So they're like, well, let's just throw a bunch of shit in here. Like, and I'm not even talking about the stuff that happened after. I'm talking about just the whole match. Itself. Yeah, the match. Is, I don't know. I was like, this isn't quite as clean as their first match. Their first match, they kind of overachieved. Mm-hmm. Like, it, their first match looked like a potential disaster the first time. And it was like, oh, these guys actually have really good chemistry. They pulled mm-hmm. out a really cool match. Um, they had one really cool um, sequence of moves, which they just redid in this match. Yeah. And I was like, ah, uh, like, where is she? Uh, kicks out the legs on the on the jaded to get her with the the uh the queen slayer choke mm-hmm. um you did that in the last one and then you just redid that again so and not quite as clean as the first time so it's like ah it just it the match wasn't that it wasn't as good it just yeah it is what it is when you run it back it's got to be better mm-hmm. and it For was sure. not it was a step back However, what what happened in this match towards the end, I mean, the finish was great. Mm-hmm. We got the uh, top rope jaded. I love she, the top rope jaded so much. It looks so brutal. She connected with it this time. It looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got Stokely Hathaway coming out as... It was funny because they didn't really acknowledge smart Mark Sterling. <laughs> like, he was out there at one point. Yeah, he and got then, a brain buster on the floor again. I, I love that it's always... Uh... Johnny Hungy that gives him a brain buster on the floor. Johnny Hungy gives him the brain buster. It was really funny. He came down like a cartoon character, mm-hmm. hit him with it. Um, 
And then Stokely Hathaway comes out and Jade's just like, ah, yes, this is my guy now. I was like, okay, great, whatever. I mean, fuck Smart Mark. I'm sure they'll um, do stuff on TV this coming up to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Storyline. But yeah, so Stokely came out and I was like, fuck, I don't care how bad this match was. And it wasn't yeah. bad. It was like, it, it just doesn't matter about the quality anymore because Stokely Hathaway's here yep. and that's amazing. He got a all elite graphic, which, um, I don't know if it's TK or him, Stokely talking about it, but his 90 day compete clause was up uh, Saturday. Okay. And so <laughs> that's the first time Tony Khan and him talked was that Saturday because, you know, legally, Tony oh Khan my can't. Oh, God. Yeah, legally, Tony Khan can't talk to him while he's still on a no compete. So <laughs> they worked that whole thing out <laughs> like a day. I guess maybe like a third party might have been I'm like sure that's how it goes. It's a friend like of a ju- friend. Like just just be ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For potentially a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't tell you this, but just 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 know that it's coming and they have a pay per view. I don't know if you have any plans. Mm-hmm. Um just be in Vegas on this date <laughs> from here to yeah, here. Yeah, but <laughs> I had read that he wanted to go to AEW that he mm-hmm. was interested. So yeah. I'm sure some people, they all know each other. So people were talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so, but that's not the only thing we got. Yeah. We also got, um, after the match, uh, Anna Jay was getting beat down. And who came to her aid? Chris I mean, Dantler we, came out first. Yeah, Chris Dantler came out first. Um, she got in there. She was outnumbered and she was just staring them down. And then... Athena's or then some music hits and they go back and it says the fallen goddess, I think is what it said. The fallen goddess and out comes Athena. Yeah. And I popped huge. Cause yeah. she, she's, she's the one. Oh my God. <laughs> she, she's amazing. And I can't wait for, um, to see her finisher on a WTV. It is going to be amazing. Yeah, uh, she she's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that she's coming out as a face because she's very likable, mm-hmm. and her dark her dark personas that she has, she's very bubbly. So it it kind of sometimes it kind of uh, there's a little bit of a dissonance there. Yeah, yeah. But with sure. her being a face, I think she just she leans into that a bit more, and mm-hmm. yeah, she's awesome. I think she's. She's yeah. great. She'd like actually she... be someone if they ever wanted to do like bring another woman into the Dark Order, she would be an interesting yeah. addition she... there. But they haven't really done much with Dark Order for a while, so no. maybe not. But yeah, she would uh looks like it's she's going right after Jade, which that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. That'll be amazing. And so we have sort of a trio there. We had Jade and the Baddies versus um statlander um statlander athena and fucking uh, uh oh my god anna j anna j oh who is in dark order so actually you know what there is a little bit of a thing there because i was just saying it because of her her previous characters and her colors here are black and purple <laughs> so it's like eh, there's some there's something there at least yeah. maybe maybe in their match, if they do a tag team match, they can both wear black and purple. Yeah. But yeah so it's I, good. I think that's cool. 
she from everything I've heard, she's a ring general. Oh yeah, definitely. And they she's, need that. She's very good. Very good. She went for she went, I think, like an hour with Thunder Rosa mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. Pretty she recently. In, yeah. In Warrior Wrestling. Mm-hmm. They went to a draw for an hour an hour like she she's great i can't wait to see her work with ruby soho um i can't wait to see her work with a lot of people because she's somebody that was squandered in uh wwe partly because of her injuries mm-hmm. and partly just because they didn't really know how to use her they didn't really know how to, to use her character yeah. kind of like keith lee i look at her kind of like keith lee it's like just let them let them be themselves let them be themselves man yeah like the the talent is there like just uh you don't have to do that much to them mm-hmm. all keith lee has to do is go out there and go oh my god mm-hmm. and just it's just the coolest start, man on earth start pontificating and then it works <laughs> it's now his character it's his mm-hmm. gimmick now that's so funny mm-hmm. oh love it okay so was now, next the owen stuff i think it might have been the first owen match yeah and that was Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. This match was very good. It was. This was very good. This was two pros. Two pros I never thought I would see in a match together. They never um, wrestled each other, which, which is shocking to me. Because they've been in the same place. Or they've worked at a lot of the same they, companies, they maybe were... not at the same time. Well, when... Uh, yeah, I think right before... Yeah, they've both been in Ring of Honor and... But WWE. Joe would have been gone, right? I think there was a, like, right before he came back, or right before he went to WWE, he kind of did, like, a farewell to the Indies tour type deal. I think they, maybe they, I don't know. It seems that they're kind of like ships passing in the night. Yeah. Like, when Cole would arrive, Joe would just be leaving. Mm-hmm. And then Cole went to NXT, but Joe had already gone to the main roster. Yep. And then it seemed like before Joe got hurt that last time, uh, they were setting something up from it, but then he got hurt and Adam Cole left. So they never got to like do it there. Yeah. So this, this match is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the right person won. Adam Cole needed this win. Yeah, me too. He he needed the, the quote unquote big win. Unlike, unlike the other, it's kind of, this is kind of the reverse of the other. Yes. Um, yeah. Tournament match. Where Ruby Soho needed that big win. She needed it desperately. And I guess we could just talk about both of them right now. Yeah, but... <laughs> let's talk about it because they're, they're kind of... Uh... Yeah, they're back-to-back and they, they go together. Yeah, they, they really they really go together. It was two people who didn't need the wins, which is Samoa Joe and uh, Britt Baker, versus two people who have, law, who have almost only had big title matches. Yeah. And, have, and have lost all of them. Yeah, and are in desperate need of a big win, and that was Cole and Ruby Soho. Mm-hmm. Ruby Soho lost, and I was actually kind of shocked. Me too, because Ruby Soho came out with Rancid. Yes, as her, and that was really cool, and I hadn't seen. Play-in. I hadn't seen Tim Armstrong from Rancid, the singer Rancid, in so long. I didn't recognize my first like. Holy yeah, God, he's he, so big. He looks like a caveman now. <laughs> yeah, he used to be a skinny little guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lars was the big one before. Yeah. Now Lars is the smaller of the two. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, so the them playing her out was awesome because they played the whole song and that was mm-hmm. cool, and they sounded great. And having Jr. 
uh, talk about Rancid was funny. Yeah. Oh, it's Rancid. (laughs) (laughs) And Britt Baker had the guitars from Fonzie. That's the second time she's done that, right? Yes. It's weird. It is weird because, like, old punk guys are cool. This is my bias because I just like punk more. But, like, older, like, that style of rock that Fonzie is, they're just so corny to me. No, it's like, uh, it's like old midlife crisis guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Boomers. Yeah. It's like old boomer rock. Yeah, for sure. Like old punk guys, they just still kind of look like punk guys. And so that's like, cool. Like, who's the target market for old boomer rock? It's, I don't know who that is because I don't Brit, think it's old boomers. It's Britt Baker, <laughs> apparently, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. This is weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so both matches I thought were really good. I that was yeah, I enjoyed both matches. The Adam Cole Samoa Joe match had a lot less interference than I thought was going to mm-hmm. happen. I really thought Sanjay Dutt and crew were going to mm-hmm. help interfere, but they didn't even show up at all. But I guess Rip they... Baker's match didn't have interference either, and yeah. lots of people were like, "Oh, here comes another interference match!" And no, Britt yep. Brit Baker just won clean. One so clean. I'm, I'm fine with it. It was an homage to Owen how she won because that's how Owen beat Brett at WrestleMania. Yeah, the 18. victory roll. Yeah. So that was cool. And I guess it makes sense. They both wore pink and black. So, <laughs> and like after the ceremony, I was like, okay, I get why you did both of them, but it really should have been. Ruby. Well, the thing is that now because of them going through the tournament and picking up all these wins, don't they kind of have to have a title shot now? Yeah, pretty much. Now their like record. It. So Britt Baker right back in the title picture. This is this is where I'm like, we don't need to shove her right back in there right away. Yeah, yeah. It could have been someone else's time. Plus Ruby Soho versus Thunder Rosa. Have they done that in AEW yet? I think they might have once. Yeah, but that match would be really good. So I just want to see it. I just like Ruby Soho a lot. So I just want yes. her to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I want her to have something. Maybe they'll. Hopefully they they make a story out of it where it's like Ruby just starts fucking with Brit all the time or something. <laughs> well, cause I was talking to uh, someone on Twitter. Um, I think it was DDT Divas. Um, and uh, they had said, they had asked the post, the question, um, are they ruining, uh, are they ruining Ruby Soho? Does she need to, um, was she hurt by this loss? And the thing is, it's like, yes and no. It's like, if you, if they had more matches on shows, if mm-hmm. women had more matches on shows, then you could do a Darby Allen losing all the time as an underdog storyline. You could do the storyline that Jungle Boy has right now, mm-hmm. where somebody repeatedly loses and they have a crisis of confidence and yada, yada, yada. But because she is off TV for so long and then has a big match and she loses and she's yeah. off for TV for so long and then has a big match and she loses. She just seems like a loser. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a storyline because we don't see her. So yeah. you're not telling a story. You're just inserting her in a match and having her lose. Yep. There's nothing, there's no through line there. It's just a losing record. So yes, it's like, <laughs> If you had her on TV every week, then you could do a storyline. But you can't when she the her last match, her previous matches before the tournament were like three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Now she just looks like a loser again, and it sucks. Yeah. Because um, yeah. Anyways. 
but so they, the power couple won and they went up on stage and Dr. Martha Hart came out and had a good speech. And, and Tony Kong gave her, uh, that the extra hour to get her shit in, which I mm-hmm. liked. And she took that time and she deserved that time. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't feel like she went on too long or anything, which is good. Cause no. if, at first I was like, man, sometimes when people haven't talked on TV for a while, they'll just start talking. And <laughs> she she runs the company, so she is used to talking to people mm-hmm. um, yeah. in that in that type of setting, not in front of a giant stadium of people, but like presenting her her company. So that was good, and I liked it, and it was good just to see Owen talked about and highlighted on TV again. And yes. the toys for Owen Hart look amazing. Yeah, they do. They do. The and one the with the head. The one with the headband, I was like, yeah. Oof. The, if I had more room in my house yeah. and more money, I would buy that one because it is slick. I the toy it. I want is they announced the butchers get a toy. And I was like, oh, oh. I, may, I may have to buy that for sure. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah. You do. It's just an every time I die fan, you do. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I should. I should. Um, but yeah, this is good. And then they, they both got belts and the belts were awesome looking. They're uh, modeled after the old Stampede Wrestling that... Owen's dad owned, like they're in that vein of the belts there. Yeah, they look cool. They look cool as hell. I liked yeah. it. They I actually a got lot. a cup I like too. They, I like that they don't have to defend them. They're it's just theirs. Yeah, it's just like so a it's, like a prize. Yeah, it's like you won the new Japan Cup. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Now you get a title shot. Sweet. Mm-hmm. It's like King Which, of the Ring. You don't get anything from King of the Ring other than just the fact that you won the tournament. Yeah. It used to be back in the day you get a title shot, but they don't do that anymore. No, I and I bet they will get a title shot. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they won't. Who knows? I want to say they will, because I thought I heard that somewhere. Uh, or maybe I, it's like I, you I, said, since they won the whole tournament, they just racked up a bunch of wins. Yeah, so I've been saying that just because mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like, I don't see how they could logically not get a title shot. Mm-hmm. I don't see how that I don't see how it works. Yeah. If that's not the case. Okay, so next, I believe we had the, was it, no, it wasn't Serena Deeb, because they didn't do back-to-back women's matches. Uh, they I did, uh, had... next was Death Triangle versus House of Black. This match was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. This was, this was match was hard-hitting, fast-paced. It was like every style of, <clears throat> excuse me, every style of pro wrestling, like, rolled into one. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. We had House of Black coming out in full death metal face paint. Yeah, dude. All their masks were sweet, too. Looking like Gorgoroth. Mm -hmm. I was like, God damn, man. Like, people were making Nazi jokes online. I was like, don't do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, you know that God's hate is lefty, right? Come on. Yeah. Um, But yeah, then uh, Death Triangle comes out. They look dope as hell. Uh, Pac is wearing a mask that is half Penta, half Phoenix, mm-hmm. which was cool. Um, Penta's little kid was out with the little Penta gear, which is uh, awesome. Lucha Block said that um, that little kid's actually Ray Phoenix's kid, <laughs> which oh. is awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's like I don't want to dress as you, Daddy. I want to dress mm-hmm. as your brother, as, as my uncle. But which is funny. That's which is hilarious. <laughs> as my uncle Ghoul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, um, you know, we've both been saying they need to put Pinta on more promotional art because he looks like a Mortal Kombat character. And if you see him, you're like, oh, I want to watch that. That dude looks sweet. 
Yeah, and this match was insane. Yes. These guys went for it, man. I think they wanted to show out because of the, of the delay in this feud. Yeah, and so they, th- they really did have to delay this feud, mm-hmm. um, which is too bad. But it, they paid it off huge. Mm-hmm. The match was put together perfectly. There was no wasted motions. Everyone got their shit in. The I don't know if it was the it wasn't a Gonzo bomb. I no, don't it was like think. a I don't know it, what it was. It was just like, a, just like a head <laughs> spiked into the yeah. ground, like yeah. a Looney Tunes character, man. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix, the way Phoenix locked his legs up after it was like the perfect way to sell it. Phoenix sold it like he died. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. when I was uh, I was messaging you as it was happening. I don't know if you were like maybe 10 seconds behind me, but my messages were, you were, oh my God, oh my God, he died. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then you were just like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> that was gnarly. I loved it. And then also Brody had to no-sell and kill himself on the apron. <laughs> Because he tried to do he tried to do a dive and just landed do, on the apron. He tried to do a tope on Hilo, mm-hmm. and he topeed right onto his back on that fucking thing. But he is an absolute beast, and he yeah. just walked it off. Yeah, he tweeted out later, uh, "Life's hard, ring aprons are harder," which was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, great. Um, then. Malachi Black takes three vicious kicks to the face. He it looks like um he's about to be finished off. The lights go out, lights come back on. There's Julia Hart mm-hmm. in the ring. Julia Blackheart. She uh she's dressed in black. She's got the eye patch with the uh with the the paint with mm-hmm. the black underneath. She hits I assume it was It was purple mist. Yeah, who'd she hit with it? Uh, Pac, because he's about to Pac. do the black arrow. Yes. On, um... She hits Pac with the mist. He goes down. Um, the wind goes to House of Black. Julia Hart takes off the eye patch. She's got the full Malachi mm-hmm. Black eye going. She looks... It. This is cool as hell. I loved it. Yeah, me too. This is yeah. that's when you use the fucking lights out. Yeah. No more, no more lights out for anyone else. Stop mm-hmm. it, Tony Khan. That is House of Black's thing. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, Tony. In his, in all fairness, Tony Khan did say, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't have done that." But who's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that damn Singh? God yeah, yeah, damn yeah. it! No just, one knows who he is. You just, you just have that big fucker walk out. Everyone's like, "Oh shit, yeah. that's a big fucker." <laughs> If he has to duck to get through the tunnel, it's fine. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, that's a hell of an image. Like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> he barely even. You know when you have to, the big guys have to push the rope down in order to walk mm-hmm. over. He barely has to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's seven he, four. Goddamn. Yeah. Normally yeah. they're exaggerating, but mm-hmm. he's legit seven four. Yeah. This match was awesome. I, it was hard. This is a hard match. Yeah, this match was. I loved everything about it. it uh, really um, kept the crowd into it and stuff, and it was awesome because it was going to be a long night, so you need matches like this. But um, it kind of brought the crowd back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It brought the crowd back because off of because with the MJF Wardlow stuff, the crowd was into it, but it wasn't as big mm-hmm. a match as they thought it was going to be. It was a lot of people's most anticipated match, mm-hmm. and that's not what we got. 
Then we had the Young Bucks match, which was kind of a letdown. Yeah. And then we had the Jade match, and we were already down from the Young Bucks match. So it was getting kind of subdued, mm-hmm. and these guys kind of saved it. Yeah, right for here. sure. And these guys I, saved it. I was going to say, it's a, it's a shame that injury and COVID delays made this feud get spaced out so long, because now it's like i want them to run it back but it feels like it's been going on forever so do we run it back just yeah I, th- I think it's over now yeah just because the match was so damn good like i just want to see him fight again mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's like i don't know what else you could do unless you do like a like a cemetery brawl or something keeping with the the dark motif or something mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what you do but i kind of like to see these guys kind of like if they want hmm I guess if the thinking was from Tony Khan is that unless until Kenny's back, they're not doing trios. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to see them take on another trio because there's so many others. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Then you could just keep doing that till you start the like we we've got a lot of trios, so we're starting the trios title. And their trios matches are incredible. Yeah, usually the best. Yeah, we're yeah. about to get to the, a bad. Their one trios the matches are insane. <laughs> um, so the I think the next match we had was that. <laughs> The women's championship, or was that the no, no, Darby no. versus Kyle? It was Darby versus Kyle. This match overachieved because this is one of those filler matches that I talked about uh-huh. for the uh, where they gave the extra time to to Martha, so he had to fill it with two more matches. This was one of them, Darby versus Kyle. O'Reilly. Yeah, they announced this on Rampage on Friday. So. I didn't even watch Rampage, so mm-hmm. I didn't even know this was on the card. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's good they did the thing where Kyle broke Sting's leg because that that yes gave it some heat to go into it. So for sure, absolutely, <laughs> they they planned it out for sure. <laughs> they planned it out, but it's kind of when you're we got like a eighty five hour card. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's like, why is this match on here? And then the match happened. I was like, this match didn't need to be here, but I fucking love it. Yeah, like the first. 30 seconds of the match, Kyle O'Reilly just needs the freaking Darby's head off and he's just bleeding from the mouth. He was awesome. Darby, Darby, Darby took, almost killed himself. <laughs> yeah, he went to do the Lope where he dives through mm-hmm. the ropes, but his feet caught the rope and yeah. it ended up flipping him. So we did yeah. a. He just like drop kicked him, like a flipping drop kick. Yeah, flipping drop kick right to the face. But mm-hmm. it was like, it was literally just a crash and burn. Mm hmm. And then on the other side, he goes to do his uh, his fucking shotgun again, the the Lope, and Kyle O'Reilly catches him in a choke mm-hmm. midair. I was like, "This is fucking cool!" Yeah. And then it was just so cool for the rest of the match. Mm-hmm. These guys killed it. Yeah, like, nobody cared about this match. Yep. And then at the end, the crowd was going nuts. Yeah. So bravo to these guys because that this match went on cold. Mm-hmm. And fucking murdered it. So yeah, kudos. Yeah, yeah, this match was kudos. awesome. Kyle O'Reilly won, which was good. I I love Kyle O'Reilly. He's like such an underrated wrestler that big big wins like that are only good for him. So that's cool. Yeah, and a surprising win because mm-hmm. he's a tag wrestler. Mm-hmm. So like, you would think Darby goes over in this match. Mm-hmm. You think he's a shoe in to go over in this match? I'm sure whenever Sting comes back, it's going to be Sting and Darby versus Red Dragon, and you know it's Sting. So I know but Red it's Dragon. Just, <laughs> it's just it's interesting. I like it. It was kind of it was unpredictable, 
and that was uh that's something we need um was the next match the the triple threat uh the next was the inch uh the mixed trio tag this this wasn't great it was this, fine it was whatever i it didn't need to be there it, this was a tv match yeah, that's. I was saying they probably should have saved this for a special dynamite, like like Bash or they call it Bash at the Beach, what they call it, Fighter Fest or whatever, like yeah. the summer ones they do. Yeah, it was it was, it was fine. It had. A, I didn't think it was bad. I just just on this long night, it's just it, yeah. And I just haven't really cared about this feud. No, the new TNT title no. looks amazing though. Yes. Paige Van Sant seems like she's coming along very nice. I, I I don't watch UFC or anything, so I don't know what she was like in UFC yeah, for, or anything. For her first match, she looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, being like very, very, very green mm-hmm. to the sport. She like she did a the fucking. It's funny. It seems like the default move for people who are fairly green, but it's that uh that handspring back elbow in yeah. the corner. Yeah. They all managed to teach them that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it looks cool. It's and just funny. Some great Muda whenever she did it too. I was like, "What the heck is?" <laughs> Didn't Great Muda used to do that? Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. I think he might. I don't know if he invented it, but he used to do that move a lot. That's yeah. why I said something about the Great Muda. But I was just like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> it's an. What's another weird thing Jared said? Oh, during the um, Ruby Soho Britt Baker match, you just start talking about how Ruby Soho owns a farm. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Okay, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. No more ad libbing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought Scorpio Sky looked good in this, but I will say Scorpio Sky has the best worked punches in wrestling. Oh yeah, they're very good. They're very good because they look like real punches. Mm-hmm. Because he has been he has been in MMA, so he knows how to throw them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's it sucks because I love Scorpio. I love Ethan Page. I love Frankie Kazarian. Sammy Guevara. Yes. Good. It's just like just this. I'm it's, glad the outcome of this match happened the way it did because now they can't challenge for the, the TNT this, title. This feud going round and round and round forever has been mm-hmm. the shits. Yeah, like I don't um, even. When did they break in and steal the UFC belts? Like I don't remember that happening. I think it was Rampage. Oh, okay. I only watched I, the main event from Rampage last I week. Did, so I, I did. I, again, I didn't watch it. I heard. <laughs> I heard the Statlander match was great. But yeah, that match was good. And then the Bucks came came out dressed as the Hardys and. Uh, Brandon Cutler was Lita, complete with a thong, and uh, that was hilarious. And Gangrel showed up, right? Yep, Gangrel showed up because they're doing the new brood, and then they beat up Gangrel, and the Hardys came out and made the save. And Gangrel got to do his Impaler DDT on Brandon Cutler, so that was awesome. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the highlight of this match was uh, Sammy Guevara super kicking Ty Conti in the face. Yeah, and then she tweeted out a little bit after the show, like, "You're sleeping on the couch tonight, Sammy." That's funny. That, like, I liked. I, they got the Cody entrance too. Did you notice that? Did they really? Yeah, they came up from the Cody Vader. Really? I thought yeah. that was just Jade that got yeah, that. Jade got it, and so did Sammy, and and they were dressed like Maleficent, and guessing her crows. Whenever. Yeah, the that was interesting. I don't <laughs> know why. But fair enough. But I I did kind of like during the match they just stopped. Whatever they were doing to just to make out. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it was and, funny. The, and they, Frankie Zarian just gets super pissed off. Like, get back in the ring. Like, they were, they, uh, I thought that was quite good. Mm-hmm. How they were, like, uh, getting the heat in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, like again, I didn't think it was bad. I just it's just unnecessary. And I again I understand now why mm-hmm. it was there. It's to get Martha her time. So yeah. But yeah, this I can't lie, this match really like once this match happened, I was like, Oh man, this this is a long show. Like had to like I got up and got some water and like all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah, well for sure. <laughs> I was uh, I was on my phone for a bit of this match. <laughs> this was around the time when I was start my mind was starting to drift. Yeah. And then in the in I don't know if it was the next match. Next was, match is the women's title match. So. Yeah, the next match was the women's title match, and that match was very good. But I could tell my mind was I was getting tired because my mind was drifting in this very good match. Objectively mm-hmm. yeah. this, great match. This match was and great. Yeah. This is but this was when I was fading. Yeah, yeah. And but yeah, they these ladies were wrestling, wrestling. Yeah, and... like the first like four or five minutes was just all chain wrestling and uh, uh, Rosa doing like the the lucha libre style submissions and stuff was fucking cool as hell. Her yeah, outfit was... was awesome. She came out with the the Texas town. I don't want to mess up their name. Written on her chest with a heart, which was good. Yeah, it just had cool. the shooting. Yeah, it was really good, and the crowd was into it too, which was awesome. Yeah, the crowd I... was the crowd was. Uh, good. There was the crowd was never dead on this show. They're yeah, all that... very consistent mm-hmm. throughout the show. Like maybe like small lulls in matches, but then someone would start a cheer and they would go right back up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, even Serena Deeb got a chant during this match, which is cool. <laughs> which is yeah, because she doesn't get enough from the crowd mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, like at least Booer. Because yeah. she's very good, and I think everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, they, what I this was one of those matches where it looked like a struggle, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like not everything was necessary clean, but like you you couldn't tell me that that wasn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't say one way or the other whether or not that like when they didn't quite get the holds the way they want to, or where they slipped, like. I can't tell you if they were working or not. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's a, it just looked like a fight. It looked like two people at the top of their game, countering and struggling. And like, it's just good. Cause athletics or fights, like you, this isn't an all-star game in basketball. Mm-hmm. Like you're not just hitting open jump shots. Yeah. Like people play defense and they get in your grill and they fuck you up. And they draw a charge. They steal the ball from you. You get hit. You get checked every once in a while in sports. Like that's how it should be. You should have somebody throw you off your game. You should have somebody force an unforced error from you. Like I don't want to see a dance. And this was not a dance. This was a struggle. This was a fight. This was mm-hmm. a long match too. Yeah, it was. This was not a short match because, like, as I said, I drifted off and then I came back. <laughs> and then I was like, damn, these ladies are fucking still going. Yeah. <laughs> they basically just countered each other for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like it's back just, and forth, back and forth. It was very good. Very good. And um, yeah, I, I, I can't say enough nice things about this match. The finish was awesome. The Who super do you think flexed. challenges for the title next? <sighs> uh, it's tough to tell, eh? Yeah, I hope they don't go back to Brit so soon. I've, they may, 
they may because everyone else has just recently taken a loss right yeah because of the tournament everyone's taken a loss yeah i would have said statlander could go in there but she's going into a feud with uh baddies baddies. statlander i want to see fight jade because that's just two big powerful women going at it i think that'd be really cool i could see like i would say tony but tony just lost to brit Mm -hmm. you could do brit and tony and then the winner goes on to face Rosa. Yeah, or just they're gonna have to do like a casino battle royal, and then then you just have anyone win. <laughs> that normally happens at double or nothing, doesn't it? Yeah, that's where it started because it's they're in Vegas. So. <laughs> that was the men, though. Mm-hmm. Then they often do like the women shortly after. Yeah. Anyways, but they I feel like they just recently did the battle that didn't they? For the yeah, women? I think so. I think that's where Ruby first won when she first yeah, came yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next we had the triple threat for the tag titles. Nope. And next was nope. the Fuck anarchy me. in the arena. Was it really? Yep. Oh, well, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. This match was absolute bedlam. This was awesome. As much as we just talked about the Serena Deeb and uh, Thunder Rosa match, how technical it was and how awesome that was, this was awesome in the complete opposite direction. Absolutely. This this was insane. this is coincides right with when I uh, brewed my eleven o'clock coffee, um, <laughs> and I was buzzing. I was Grogu sitting there with that big mug of coffee, beaming ear to ear, as as I was watching this shit. I and you couldn't wipe that smile off my I know. face. They From... were brawling. To the sound of Joan Jet, yeah, for... which was awesome. They kept playing Wild Thing, which in the media scrum, uh, Jericho said it was a tribute to New Jack because you know they used to play his song over and over again while he's brawling and stuff. Oh, which was cool. okay, okay, okay. I thought that was just the style of match. That's what they were referring to New Jack for. I didn't know it was because of the music. Mm-hmm. That was it was inspired. Yeah, it was hilarious. By... <laughs> playing, I was like, oh, this is going, and then it looped. I was like, oh, this is this is really going. <laughs> and I like how they stopped the music too. Jericho found the the box and broke it that was playing the song. I said Joan Jet. It's not Joan Jet. I can't remember, but it doesn't matter. It's something with an X, I think, mm-hmm. um, or maybe it's called like the X. Anyways, um, but yeah, this match was this was crazy. Uh, fucking Matt Menard. Uh, Daddy Magic was bloody, bloody early, mm-hmm. like Crimson Mask. Eddie Kingston was beating that ass. Um, Moxley got bloody early. Santana Ortiz looked amazing. They looked like they were from the Warriors, and I loved it. There's ketchup she, and mustard in this match, and there was. I asked you at one point if it was nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Did he pour nacho cheese?" It's just mustard. Um, fucking. Jericho's bald spot looked horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just while Jake Hager, bless him, he's great for matches like this because he can take a beating and look good taking mm-hmm. a beating. Yeah, like, He's very, very, very good in these roles. Mm-hmm. 
because he looks convincing and he just takes an ass whooping better than anybody. Yeah, he like, took a street sweeper through two tables. That was nuts. Just in the middle of the match. Like, that's just a spot. Eddie Kingston looked deranged. Yeah. In this one. He Who took the pile driver on the steps? Garcia gave uh, someone a pile driver on the steps. I think that was Ortiz. Mm hmm. Took a jumping pile driver on the steps. Um, fucking Garcia come. The, first of all, the Jericho Appreciation Society all came out looking like Backstreet Boys with king with white kangles. Yes, on their head. Garcia's had a white do rag and then a king white kangle on, just looking like an absolute <laughs> madman. That that's when I knew this match was going to be crazy. Oh, and even before the match started, what did uh the announcer say? Uh, this shit's going to be crazy or something like that. <laughs> the announcer said that? That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't I didn't hear that. I saw people tweeting about it, but I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, he said, like, ladies, he said, ladies and gentlemen, and then he paused and he says, oh, this shit's going to be crazy or something like that. Like, he didn't even... <laughs> Oh, my God. At one point, um, I don't know if it was in this match, but I'm going to talk about it. Tony Schiavone says, like, oh, what the crap? And he says, oh, I almost said shit. Yeah, I think that was this match. I think that was this match. <laughs> I popped so hard when he said, oh, I almost said shit. It's like, well, you just did. What are you doing? And then, it's um, such a funny thing. Yeah, I guess at some point during this too, like on the, the hard camp side, like where the wrestlers look, like so, like the crowd, where, yeah, yeah. where the camera is, I guess there's a big monitor there to like count people down for their matches and stuff. And I guess somebody broke that over someone. So like the rest of the night, they didn't have that, that monitor up there that the wrestlers could see. Man, I was tweeting. I tweeted at one point and I said, the looping music is so fantastic. Nobody unplugged this. Mm-hmm. And 10 seconds later, Jericho unplugged it. And I just said, eat shit, Chris Jericho. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Replying awesome. to that tweet. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. As soon as I tweeted that, he unplugged it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. And then Moxley, the cra- crowd yeah. gave him the big booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to escape on a scooter, too, at some point. <laughs> Moxley grabbed him off of it. That wasn't a uh, spot they had planned. No, um, I think so, I think that was a fan scooter. Yeah, you know, somebody in wrestling media, I think, tweeted out about it afterwards. It was just like, "Ah, uh, yeah, that was my scooter." <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Imagine if they did like race away on it, like smashed it into a wall mm-hmm. or something. It was like, "Come on, guys." <laughs> yeah. How do you get around? But yeah, at some point Moxley takes the top rope off. He's beating the shit out of everyone with that. There's a barbed wire board introduced at one point. Mox and Danielson do the double hammer and uh, hammer and elbow things. Kingston and uh, Garcia battle their way into a freight elevator, and mm-hmm. the freight elevator closes. And the next time we see um, Kingston, he's covered in so much more blood. Mm-hmm. So whatever happened in there, um, yeah, we'll never know. He's looking and, like a he looked like a like a zombie man. He looked like a zombie. He looked like he was out of a horror movie. Like he was out of uh, like a Rob Zombie movie. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, like the last survivor at the very end of a like Rob Zombie movie. House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. And he's walking down, and he's holding uh, a kerosene, can. like yeah, a just, gas can. Just hold gas with gas prices these these days, man. You know he really wants Jericho dead. And he's he's hobbling to the ring, and he look he looks like he's gonna murder somebody. Mm-hmm. And based off that incredible 
promo he did earlier. Like it, this just played up to that. And he goes in the ring and I knew exactly what he was going to do. I, I know where this is going. And I was so excited when he saw this, because at that time, um, uh, Danielson had uh, Jericho in a hold. Like I think, I think maybe the LaBelle lock mm-hmm. and he walks in there and pull and pours the gasoline over top of Jericho, but it also goes on Danielson. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes to light the match, and Danielson swats it out of his hand. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, mm-hmm. man? And then they start brawling. And eventually, Danielson ends up taking the pin. Mm-hmm. And right, and some people are just like, oh, why are you burying Danielson? It's like, guys, it's right there in front of you. They're building the tension between Kingston and Danielson. Yeah. Kingston and Danielson are going to be at odds with each other, but also still on the same side. Mm-hmm. We're probably still going to blood and guts. We're going to get the war games with the, uh, with the uneasy Alliance where the final guy that walks in, he looks at his own team. You think he's going to fight the guy on his own team, but then they turn and they fight mm-hmm. the bad guys. Like um, the, the NWA did this all the time. Yeah. They did it with yeah. Luger and uh, sting. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did it with Luger and Sting. They did it with the Horsemen. They did it with Kozlov. They did it with, like, this is this is that, and I'm mm-hmm. so excited because we haven't gotten that in War Games in like twenty, thirty years. Yeah, and it it wasn't like Daniels got buried. It took Hager and Jericho well, to beat him, and it took Jager beating him up with a baseball bat, and then they had to choke him out with the ring rope. <laughs> and here's the thing: people don't get buried in AEW. Yeah, just because not... you lose a match doesn't mean you're getting buried. Yeah, like, you there, there has to be a winner. There has to be a loser. Nobody has gotten buried in AEW. Not a single person. Yeah, not one. Everyone has been fine after a loss. Mm-hmm. And they it's Bri- turn... it's Brian Danielson. Like that dude could take a bunch of losses and still be yes. Brian Danielson. <laughs> a loss is not a burial. Did mm-hmm. you see what he was doing to these people? Yeah. He's on camera saying, I'm going to kick his fucking head in. Yeah, it just looks but, right at the camera. I'm going to kick his fucking head in. And then he started to, and it took Jake Hager beating the hell out of him with a baseball bat to get him to stop. Not, <laughs> not one person in this match was buried. They no, all no. look like fucking maniacs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This match was... This, like, blew my expectations out of the... Even, even though I had pretty high expectations, like, this blew them out of the water. Like, I loved everything about this match. Like, I cannot wait for the blood and guts, because you know what's coming. No, oh, yeah. Regal mm-hmm. part of it, like... And I want Regal to be part of the match. I yeah. want that. I want Really, that. I don't Yuta know will be back in time, too. I don't know if we'll get that, because we have Yuta. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah, anyways, I'm very excited for this. Um, so, next we have that incredible triple threat tag, right? Yes. Okay, finally I get to talk about this match. This match this was... match was heaven. Yeah, this was my <laughs> most anticipated match coming into it. I love Absolutely. all six of these Me dudes, too. and I just I couldn't wait for this match. Yeah, this match was crazy. I... I was a little bummed when it first came out. I was like, dang, they got to follow that. Oh, well, we should probably talk before we got to this. We got another AEW debut in a backstage package before this match. Right. Because they had to do, they did Shit. a skit. They had to do a couple skits to put the ring back together because they tore the ring up. Yes. But they, uh, 
They had, uh, Andrade brought in Roosh, his old stablemate, Los Ingobernables. So that's awesome. Somebody posted a, a a photo of Andrade with all the uh, with a bunch of those guys like doing like almost like mm-hmm. the shield fists yeah, together, yeah, yeah. and they're like, "This could be Lij that they could yeah. just be bringing in the uh, the Mexican Lij." That'd be cool. I know he just got married too, so congrats to him and Charlotte Flair. But oh yeah, that could also be where they were. Yeah, when he did the the fist. That's why thing. he wasn't on the show. That's why he just did the uh, the video. It's funny, like it's probably it's probably at like the venue that he had the wedding at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just, I got to film this real quick, and then <laughs> yeah. So we're getting Roosh, man. I don't know if people know, but Roosh is incredible. Yeah, and just in time for Forbidden Door. So we're going to get those two reuniting with Lij. That's going to be incredible. I cannot that, wait. Yes, that's amazing. We're going to get. We're going to get an alliance of guys from the same stable, but across... Yeah, different promotions. <laughs> different promotions. So it's going to be like LIJ from the two companies against probably a group of faces mm-hmm. from the two from the two companies. So it won't yeah. just be New Japan versus uh, AEW there. So that'll be very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, and Did then you we see... Had a, um... Well, before we go to the next match, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Lucha Blog, they, they were kind of on fire last night. They said, uh, oh, uh, Andrade got to reunite with his love. Oh, and he got married to Charlotte. <laughs> 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 yeah, we also have, uh, they did like a little feud where Scorpio Sky is going to be facing um, Dante Martin. Dante Martin this week. Yeah. So that's great for Dante Martin. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose. Doesn't matter. Even if he wins, but I don't think he's definitely not winning because no, that, no, 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 that no, new no. belt just got uh, announced. Yeah, they got to get their money's worth of that new belt. But this match is going to be great, and I would actually kind of love to see Scorpio Sky bring back the high flying mm-hmm. for this match. He's really good at it. I just want yeah. him to break it out sometimes. He's a face now. He could, well, it's not really a face. He's kind of a tweener right now. Mm-hmm. But he, like, Sammy Guevara made him a face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just wrestling with Sammy Guevara makes you a face. Um, yeah, so that, that's interesting. And now this tag match. I've been yeah. trying to get to this tag match Sorry. for like I feel like forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, this, this match is not, not your fault. I just keep <laughs> defaulting to it. Um, yeah, this this shit was wild, man. Mm-hmm. Triple threat tag matches don't often happen, but yeah. they they are a treat. I and saw I was, shit shit in this match that i've never seen yeah and i was a little worried the spot is in because it just followed up the the anarchy match i was like man this is gonna be a hard that's a hard act to follow but they kept the crowd in it the whole time they, the crowd was going crazy this match had insane spots god i love this match yeah it was it, it, this there's some funny funny things in this there were some wild things in this um fucking hobbs did a top rope flipping fucking blockbuster <laughs> Yeah, double blockbuster. That was nuts. I was like, Jesus, what are you doing? Keith um, Lee did a, a, a top rope dive. Like he did the, the top rope. he did the dive that uh, Brody Lee messed yeah, up and Bro- on. And Brody, after he replied to um, one of the GIF accounts on Twitter, I'm okay, I'm taking notes. I'm like talking about, <laughs> <laughs> and I had made. I don't know if I told you this, but whenever Keith Lee does the d- dive like that, it makes me think of uh, 
Redan's second phase in Elden Ring when he comes yes. flying back in. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, Ricky Starks goes up and he's doing the jungle or the, I guess it's the Phoenix slash mm-hmm. the the Archer slash the Undertaker. Yeah, where just he's the going along the ropes, but he's he's strutting and he's dancing and yeah. he's doing his pose mm-hmm. and he's twerking and then he gets nutted on the yeah, ropes. Jungle Boy just kicks the top rope. Because and... I, I think if you, everyone's watching Starks, but if you watch Jungle Boy halfway through it, he's like looking like, why am I just standing here? And then kicks the rope. <laughs> oh, really good. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of the match was you've got a bunch of guys in the outside. Um, you've got Keith Lee He's there with Swerve, and he just goes, oh, my God. <laughs> and then he grabs um, Swerve's hand, and then Swerve does the uh, the Seth Rollins moonsault yeah, off, off of, of the belly yeah. <laughs> of, of Keith Lee onto the floor. And they should have just won the belts for that move alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. That's like give the, give them the belts. Give them the belts. Mm-hmm. Um, they hit their uh, fucking their super cool finisher, which didn't finish the damn match. But that was because the ref was out. No, Something somebody happened. um, somebody broke it up. Somebody oh, okay, that's fine. Good. I'm glad no one kicked out of it. But that's the uh, the double stomp off of the spirit bomb. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, I think ooh. I think Hobbs broke it up. I think Hobbs jumped in and broke it up. Yeah, just everyone got their shit in. There was a Luchasaurus went to do the double choke slam on the two big guys, but the two big guys were like, nah, and they choke slammed mm-hmm. him. Choke slammed him. That was cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hobbs hit the spine buster on that dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy won, and yeah. I was really surprised. Which was very shocking. I I don't think anybody chose that. Mm-mm. And in my opinion, it, I think it's sort of a mistake only because I think the fans are ready for the belts to change. I think, so I think the fans were excited for one of those two teams to win. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you want to put that off for too long. Yeah, Ob- yeah, yeah. Obviously, they're doing a story with Christian. But last night felt like the opportune time to capitalize on that mm-hmm. for me personally. Um, yeah, they won. The finish was amazing though. How they transitioned into the thoracic express. Yeah. It was, I don't know how you lay out a match like this because it looked perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of planning. I imagine. Yeah. It's like, cause I don't know, like the pre the match before with uh Arcade, not arcade anarchy. Um, <laughs> what was it? Uh, arena anarchy, anarchy in the arena, or something anarchy like that? in the arena. Mm-hmm. That that was just bedlam. Mm-hmm. Like that looked like they were just getting their shit in, but yeah, it was okay. entertaining. Yeah. This looked. This didn't look chaotic. This looked pristine, mm-hmm. and it was perfect. Like yeah. it, it was a five star match mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, this was my most anticipated match. Before the show, and it lived up to it. I don't know if it was my favorite match on the show because that Anarchy or Arena match, or whatever the hell it is, was just so much wild fun. But this was definitely up yeah, there. And there's a, they're both five star matches for me. Mm-hmm. It's yep. like one is a crazy, crazy brawl, 
<laughs> which was exceedingly entertaining. And this was a crazy, crazy fucking triple threat tag match with teams that uh, you pointed out earlier. They have the finesse guy and the heavy, <laughs> and it just works so well with three teams like that. Yeah, they they work so well together. They need to do that a lot going forward because that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I love it. For sure. Okay. So finally now we get the main event. The main event. We got Hangman Page versus CM Punk. This match was fascinating for me. Yeah. I love this. It was the crowd for me for this was this the crowd was, was split, man. The whole match too. I, I love it. It was incredible. This is very that's something that you don't normally see. You see that a lot in New Japan, mm-hmm. where often like the allegiance of the crowd will actually kind of swing. Yeah, like it might start heavily in favor of one guy and then swing to the other guy, and then maybe it'll be fifty-fifty and mm-hmm. go back and forth because they do a lot more um, face versus face mm-hmm. type stuff there. But but they the story they were telling was face versus face that this is the feud and mm-hmm. hangman has been the the jealous um insecure champion against who who's been the building block of the company against the guy who just got here took seven years off came in within three months he's challenging for the title and oh no now now i'm the face of the company mm-hmm. and hangman's jealous he's acting like an asshole he's acting like a heel yeah that that pressure's getting to him i love that, it that pressure's getting to him we know he's yeah. anxious we know that he deals with his mental health stuff um he's playing it up with the crowd the crowd was booing him at times the crowd was cheering him at times the crowd was booing cm punk at times mm-hmm. they were cheering him always as well mm-hmm. um i like how they started the match out just slapping the hell out of each other <laughs> Yeah, man. Hangman was, he's constantly looking at the crowd too, like confused, sort of like he, it was very similar to when Cody was going through this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that Hangman handled it a bit better. It, like there were times when I thought Cody was in on the joke. Yeah. But now I think that I don't know that he was. I think that he really just wanted to be a face forever and he was kind of annoyed that people didn't want him to be. Mm hmm. Yeah, whereas whereas Hangman looked like he was adapting on the fly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this is the story they were telling. He went to use the belt on CM Punk at the end with the, fa- with the fans booing him and telling him not to. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I, I love that ending uh, when Punk knocks down the ref because then everyone's like, oh, God, they're going to do some bullshit. But then Hangman picks up the belt and acts like he thinks about hitting him and puts it down, and that's what cost him. So I, I like great. that. I like that ending. Because now, now I could honestly see a hangman heel turn as mm-hmm. a result. Yeah. Because he went to do the right thing and it cost him. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing is that him doing the right thing has always cost him. Mm-hmm. Other than the one time when he grabbed the bucks like. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or because every time I can think of after... Punk starts out as a face, and then he wins the title. He immediately goes heel. Like, I mean, they could both go heel. They don't have to face each other again for a while. Yeah, true. Um, 
but yeah, it was, and I, this was not purposeful, but with Punk going to do the buckshot Larry and his knees giving out twice, mm-hmm. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> I The first time they, they covered it up pretty well because Hangman picked him up immediately. Yeah. Second time, not so much. But <laughs> but like he's been selling that knee since he got mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So it works within the kayfabe of his character. So regardless of whether or not he it actually screwed up, this is what I mean. In sports, your injuries catch up with you. Mm-hmm. And that happens. And you're not like, oh, shit, you see, he's he screwed up there. So now I don't like the sport. Like, no, mm-hmm. you're like, that guy's banged up. Look at him gut through it. This is cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought it was awesome. And Hangman was going through the exact same thing where mm-hmm. uh, uh, Punk was working on his knee. He screwed He screwed up on the, the moonsault, so he couldn't do his moves either. He hit CM Punk with the, uh, with the nicest GTS I've ever seen, if That's I'm pretty, being honest. Pretty clean GTS. Punk knew how to sell that GTS. He snapped mm-hmm. his head back. It looked, it looked good. And this is the thing: Hangman is a stiff worker, so maybe he did crack him in the head <laughs> with that knee. Yeah, maybe. He he works stiff. Guys often are bloodied in Hangman matches. He he lays his shit in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is this match was good. It again, very similar to the women's title match. Looked like a fight. Looked like a struggle look like their bodies were breaking down the whole time mm-hmm. um i loved it i thought it's fantastic me too punk ends up winning it was awesome first title he's won in seven or eight years or however long he's been out which yeah, is awesome cool. mm-hmm. i saw like people people want to talk their shit afterwards it's funny people have been saying forever that like oh Hangman's title run hasn't been that good. This and that. As soon as Hangman wins, Hangman should have won. Or as soon as Hangman loses, Hangman should have won. Yeah. Boo Punk. Like Punk shouldn't. I was like, no, no, no. It's CM Punk. CM Punk gets to win the title. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Silly. You got to give him the title now while he's still super hot. And because, you know, he doesn't have. He's like, older. He doesn't have much time like, left. Are you kidding? You, mm-hmm. like, CM Punk needs to be. CM Punk as the champion of your of your company is a money making endeavor. Yeah, you just don't tell Eric need... Bischoff. <laughs> Who thinks about Eric Bischoff? Nobody thinks about Eric Bischoff. Yeah, no. Yeah, go no. away, sir. <laughs> but yeah, this was awesome. I guess after the show went off the air, FTR came out and they all held up their belts, and they so... lifted Punk in the air. So I, I do hope they're gonna do that. Like a weird, like almost like. Wish they were Hart Foundation. The, Hart Foundation. The Bret Hart Appreciation Society. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Yes, I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. That'd um, be fun. But yeah, CM Punk was emotional afterwards. I love that. It's it was cool to see him get at least one more title run before it's all said and done. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dope as hell. Um, and then we're we're going to now. It's going towards Forbidden Door. This mm-hmm. is going to be exciting, man. These next few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're we going to see a lot of New Japan. Yeah. We didn't see. Um... I thought we were going to see somebody. I did too. Because I saw people posting like, oh, is Okada in Las Vegas? So Someone said Okada is in Las Vegas. And I'm like, maybe. Like I could see someone inviting some New Japan people to watch. I'm sure the great Okan was there. Or should I say the goat Okan? 
Dude's been yeah. living it up. <laughs> the great O-Face con. Yeah, yeah. Dude's been riding big wieners and grabbing butts. He's just living it, getting whipped. Getting whipped in a <laughs> yeah. fucking family restaurant. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's not a family restaurant. I don't know. But definitely getting whipped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I could just see, I could see people eating their dinner yeah, up in yeah. the background. Like, what the fuck? And I think it's just... that heart attack restaurant where they have that burger with like 15 patties on it or something. Okay. Because he's wearing a, like a, a surgery or like a patient gown from a hospital. And I know you wear one of those when you go in. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, amazing. But I just love him and uh, Takashita's like journey through America. It's like one super wholesome. <laughs> There's the great Okan. Oh yeah, <laughs> Takashita's uh, his karaoke that he was doing. Mm-hmm. It's so pure. They gave him a AEW gave him a happy birthday, like their happy birthday tweet. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to sign him. I hope so. I hope he wants to stay in the states and they sign you, him up. You know, Kenny's trying to sign him. Oh, for sure. He Kenny's the reason why he's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to wine and dine him a bit. They have him in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. just giving him the giving him the grand tour. He loves America, so yeah, he okay. loves Cinnabon too. Which is, I love that whole Twitter thing between him and Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> they're like tweet at each other, miss you, <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, like, on the other side of the things, the two guys in the Best of the Super Juniors Cup, they're going through, like, all the Japanese restaurants, too. It's just, it's 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 fun to see all these wrestlers having a good time. Yeah, man. It's like everyone outside of WWE is having a great, great old mm-hmm. time. Yep. Other than MJF. MJF, yeah. what's wrong with you? Yeah. Which, I mean, can't discredit that if you're not happy. No, maybe, no. I maybe mean, he just needs a break. Like, you know, sometimes you get burnt out. Maybe he just needs a break. Uh, yeah, you never know why someone's unhappy at their work for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Maybe like he was just maybe he was genuinely hurt by what Tony said to him. Yeah, at that maybe. time, and was insulted. It's true. Because apparently pretty... they apparently they did have a fight. Like they had yeah. a disagreement. Mm-hmm. It was enough to be reported in the media that they had an argument. Yeah. That they had an argument, and then this is this is what's happened since then. So. Yeah. He's pretty t- young too, right? So yeah, maybe, maybe Tony's you know. gotta. This could be something where maybe Tony's gonna learn how he talks to people. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he's too comfortable. Yeah, maybe he insulted him. Yeah, true, true. We Sometimes know, you gotta uh, be the boss. You can't just be like the cool boss. You gotta be like the actual boss. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, because because when you're the friend and then you put on the boss hat, it's like, hey, why is my friend talking to me like? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like when you work with family, and then you're like, like, ooh, I don't want to hear that from my family. I want to hear, mm-hmm. like, from my boss. It's like I grit it, I grit it, grit my teeth and bear it. Yeah, for sure. But this was an excellent pay per view. Loved yeah, it. I liked it. Um, here's the one thing I saw lots of people saying like, oh, I liked it. It wasn't one of my favorites, or some people say they didn't like it or whatever, and. When I see stuff like that and I like it, like I feel like I'm plus one on the night because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't care if I like something that other people didn't like. I just I feel like, hey, I like one more thing in life than you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> like the, that's great for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm more bummed when other people like something, like when something's like universally acclaimed, and I'm like, oh, I didn't really like that. I feel like I'm missing out. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm bummed. 
when other yeah. people don't like it and I like it. Like, hey, man, I wish uh, I wish you had as much joy in your life as me. Yeah, <laughs> just one more thing to be happy about. Exactly, man. That's that's what it is. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hang it up. All right, see you guys. Bye. <laughs>